from the KISS 92.5 studios in Toronto, Canada. Are you this is Roz yes. and Mocha. It's Roz and Mocha. What's going on? Hey guys, this is Bruno Mars. This is Selena Gomez. The Chainsmokers. Lady Gaga. Calvin Harris. Celestia Carr. You're listening to my boys Roz and Mocha. Roz and Mocha. My boys Roz and Mocha. The Roz and Mocha Show. Uh, between Roz and Mocha, who is your favorite? Roz. Mocha. Roz. 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 Mocha. You guys are so funny, man. Congratulations, Lisa! Wow! You just won $1,000. That is amazing. Y'all just made my entire morning. Keep it up. You guys are awesome, man. This is the Roz and Mocha Show podcast. What just happened over there? What happened? Uh, I just broke something. Oh, no. What'd you break? No, this jar that I keep my... Um, that I have my oatmeal and stuff. It's not that bad, Maury. Yeah. So dramatic. <laughs> Maury's so dramatic. Maury walked in as if he just witnessed a murder. I, it's not even June yet. Stop being so dramatic, Maury. Oh, <laughs> Damn, man. Okay, so explain what happened. No, I went to... I. Um, oh, God. There's so much glass now. Oh, you broke glass. Yeah, oh, it's a glass no. jar. Oh, damn. No, it's a jar that I keep my, uh, like my oatmeal and stuff. Wet oatmeal or dry oatmeal? Wet. Wet? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So there's glass and wet oatmeal? No, I ate the oatmeal already. It was, oh. It was empty. Oh. So anyway. What's that, Maury? There's fragments. Fragments, yes. Not that bad, it's, it's not bad? Glass no. on a carpet? Not that yeah, bad? that's fine. Yeah. <laughs> would you wrestle in it or no? Yes. You would? What? Please. Hardcore, baby. Okay, so it's if bad mankind then. mankind could do it, I could do it. Okay, so it's bad then. There's glass all over the studio do now. Do call security? Glass. <laughs> Great. I think I got some in my eye, actually. <laughs> what, are you going to sue? <laughs> yeah. yeah. The workers I believe I did. I believe I did. I just got, I think I, I think I feel some in my eye. Shut I do. Up, I do. I think I feel a little bit of glass. I'm going to have to do the show like this from now on. <laughs> right? How's that different from any other day? Don't mind me. Okay? Don't mind me. This is just, this is just the way I look now. Okay? Okay. You need another set of readers. What's that? You need a monocle. Well, I'm going to need some and probably cash. <laughs> like how much? Well, I mean, it feels like it's a big piece of glass, to be <laughs> honest with you. <laughs> it's a fool. It really, it. it really does. What's the protocol for this morning? What, well, there's what, a lot what of paperwork I, involved. Yeah. No, there's not. You're such a liar. No, I mean for my eye, not your stupid jar, oh. which, <laughs> which it feels like at least a third of it is in my eye. Well, I'm going to have to call the doctor. Yeah, I guess the so. The doctor? Yeah. Yeah, he's going to have to, like, I actually... Need to be, I might need to be assessed. You're yeah, right, Maury. Yeah, there needs to be a doctor's note. Yeah, oh. I might need to be assessed. What is it, Sean? No, I was going to say, I hope you're okay, man. Thank you, brother. I, I actually feel like I got a glass. Shut up, you're in the next well. room down the hall. <laughs> <laughs> I was going to say, I didn't want to say, Sean, but I, I think I was looking at you. Yeah. Because I, it's difficult, but believe me, I'm not being insensitive, but I am working with one eye. I understand. Um, so I was looking at you, and I was going to say, it, lo- it also looks like you have glass in your eye. <laughs> well, it hurt. It hurts, huh? I cut too. Yeah, it's not cool. Jeez, what are we going to do about this? The show's Every single ruined. one of you is going to get sliced with these pieces. We already are. are. I don't know. We, I, you know? <laughs> I, uh, yeah, I feel it in my what? thigh. I think I see blood. Yeah, you got glass in your thigh more? Yeah. Yeah, that's not good, man. You need those legs for Pride Month. <laughs> <laughs> what are you going to do? Right? Lots of shorts. You're just coming into short season. What are you going to do? You've ruined pride also, Mocha. I'm <laughs> <laughs> the yeah. only one. Guys, this is not good. School board, Blue Jays, Mocha. This, oh, my this God. This is school board. <laughs> this, is, <laughs> this, is, this is not good, guys. It's not good. <laughs>
I'd be to the list. If you're I'm just, have to do a press conference. If you're just later. joining us, Mocha dropped a, a, a like a glass jar on the floor. I got some in my eye. Shem, <laughs> Shem, who's in a different part of the building, got some in his eye. Um, Maury uh, got some in his thigh, and I think Maury's he's in I, another room and as I think, well. And I think the only reason why Maury said thigh is because it rhymes. <laughs> <laughs> All right, it's guys. Not good. So what it's, now? It's not good. What do you mean? So what now? We I have to know. close the studio down. We, yeah, it's something, something. Where's the sham? Where's the caution tape? Yeah, I know. We need to do <sighs> get that. We more. need to do something. I don't need caution tape. I need cash. Okay, guys. <laughs> like yeah, we have to build the. I don't scene. care. I don't care about other people's safety. Okay. Just <laughs> <laughs> his own. The Roz and Mocha Show podcast. Podcast. Nikki, hello. It's Roz and Mocha. Hi, how are you? Doing good. How are you today? I'm good, thanks. Okay, uh, Nikki sent us a text and said, <laughs> I got a story for you guys that brings me to my question. Have you ever accidentally eaten something gross or even eaten bugs? So, Nikki, what is it? What's the story that then had you wanting to know from us the answer to that question? It was five years ago. I was in my kitchen um, I wanted to make a smoothie, but also there was an infestation of fruit flies. Um, and so I only had one banana left um, for my smoothie, and I had looked up to make a fly trap, and you needed some ripe fruit. So I was like, okay, I'm going to take half this banana, make my smoothie, and the other half, I'm going to make this fruit fly trap. So... I make the the fly chop first, and it was like apple cider vinegar, water, and then a few drops of soap in a Tupperware container, and you wrap it in saran wrap, and then you poke holes so that the flies can go in, but they can't come out, right? Okay. So I set it out, and then I made my smoothie, and about five, ten minutes later, I'm like, hey, let me go check my fly trap. So I walk over, and as soon as I do, oh, my God, like, my stomach sunk. I started sweating. I wanted to throw up. I wanted to cry. I just, I wanted to pass out. I wanted to die. It was the worst thing ever. Um, There were about 20 maggots that were climbing up on top of the banana because they were drowning. Yeah, it was so bad. Like, they were just, like, wiggling up out of the banana because they were in, like, that liquid of the fly trap. Yeah. And oh, they, God. yeah, I guess that's where they were laying their eggs. And the infestation continued with all my ripe fruit. So <laughs> I was the it. other half of the banana that you used for your smoothie had maggots in it. Yeah, it was fully infested. This banana was just, like, moving. Yeah. I know, and I tried looking in my smoothie, but like, oh, of course, it's you're all not. Blended. It's all blended yeah. up. Damn, protein yeah. though, huh? Oh yeah, I got a little extra protein in there. I drank about half of it. Ew. Yeah. Um. <laughs> I, I think that I only have one. Like, I've accidentally eaten a bug and like all yeah. this other stuff, but I have one that sticks out very, very well to the question of. Uh, have you guys uh, ever accidentally eaten something gross? I was working and we were in a van and I was with a guy who I knew but didn't know well who I also worked with and we were driving and it was hot. And I got in the van and we were on our way 
and I had my lunch with me and I knew that when we were getting to the place, I wouldn't have had time to eat it. So I started eating my lunch in yeah. the, in the van. Right. And I had a sandwich and a can of Coke and I put the can of Coke in the drink holder beside me, ate mm-hmm. my sandwich, took a sip, of my Coke, everything else. And I reached down about five minutes later and I grabbed my can of Coke and I took a big sip. And it wasn't until I swallowed where I realized that the can of Coke that I took a huge sip from yeah. was actually the can that this other guy used to spit his chewing tobacco hork in. Oh, God, that's so good. Oh, my God, that's so disgusting. Was it warm? It was, it was thick. It was hork. It was just spit. And I filled my mouth full of spit and swallowed it. God. Yeah, and it burned because it was tobacco he spit. Yeah. Oh, that's so gross. Yeah. Oh, yeah. no. So what did he say? Absolutely nothing. And what did you say? I screamed <laughs> and I started and I started horking back into uh, into yeah, into his can. Yeah. And uh, did you grab your can of Coke and like just start chugging immediately? Uh, I swished out a little bit. Yeah. yeah and just spit oh, it out the window that's and stuff so like disgusting. That. Um, but yeah, so I think drinking a full mouthful of another man's uh, tobacco hork <laughs> oh, was just yeah. about the worst yeah, yeah, accident yeah. I've yeah, ever yeah. had. But yeah, uh, you're, you're A-OK now though, Nikki. Like you're totally fine. Oh, I'm good. It's just I get the heebie-jeebies if I think about it. Yeah. And especially <laughs> you, you kind of second guess what you're drinking when you make a smoothie or like the fruits that you're using? Oh, 100%. If there's at least one fruit fly in my kitchen, I start throwing away all the ripe, all the ripe fruit. Yeah. Damn, Nikki. <laughs> well, there you go. Thank you so much for uh, sharing your story and for calling in. Oh, thanks for calling. The Roz and Mocha Show podcast. podcast. Here we go. This is 5 in 7. Oh, yes. Welcome back to 5 in 7. Arazamoka original for decades now. Um, very simple, very, very simple. We will ask <laughs> Dammit Mori to name five things. He has seven seconds to name those five things. Mocha will be the official judge and timekeeper. Uh, Dammit Mori, how are you feeling today? I'm feeling good. Thank you so much for asking. Okay. You feeling confident? I don't know why my voice went up like that. Mm. Yes. You are feeling confident? Yes. Damn it, Maury. Are you ready? Maury, name five things you do with your eyes closed. Uh, look for the light. Um, <laughs> with your eyes closed. Cut onions. Uh, swim. Um, oh, I Yo, do you more. say cut onions? Yeah. <laughs> and look for the lights. <laughs> Why are you looking for the lights with your eyes closed? When the lights are out and you're looking for the switch, don't you close your eyes and you're feeling around? In the dark? Yeah. You make it more dark. <laughs> uh, damn, man. You make it more dark? Yeah. I was also going to say sex. Okay. Uh, I would have given you praying. Would have given you meditating, would have given you sleeping, would have given you like thinking or pondering, and I uh, would have given you kissing. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> he doesn't do any of those things. That's no. why those answers. <laughs> no. <laughs> Maury, are you ready? Yeah. Damn it, Maury. Name five things that are three inches long. <laughs> <laughs> An inchworm. Um, uh, what you, uh, uh, banana. Um, 
three inches long. A TV ah, remote. Loser. Okay. Morning, show me how big a banana is with your hands. Like this long? How big is three inches with your hands? One, two. This long? Okay. <laughs> There's not much okay. difference in your two examples, Maury. Uh, Maury, for uh, name five things that are three inches long, I would have given you a crayon, which is three inches. A credit card is three inches. Uh -huh. uh, a hockey puck is three inches across. Yeah. Uh, a post-it note is three yeah. by three. Oh, that's ear three to ear. inches. That's three ear to ear. What? Like across your face? No, Maury. A post-it note I just said oh, is okay. three is three inches. <laughs> <sighs> uh, damn it, Maury. Name yeah. five fruits in French. Okay. Uh, pom, um, banan, um, orange, um, uh, a kumquat. Loser. <laughs> what? What? Kumquat. Kumquat. Isn't that in English? <laughs> <laughs> uh, pom, banan, uh, du raisin. Du raisin. Raisin. Oh. For grapes. Uh, un fraise oh. is a strawberry. Yeah. Un pêche is a peach. What other mm. fruits do you know, Maury, that you could say in French? Le pear. The what? Le pear. What's that? Pear. Spell it in French. L-E. Yeah. Mm -hmm. P-U-R-R. Le pear? <laughs> <laughs> no, man, that's the noise a French cat makes. <laughs> oh, 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 oh. Um, um, uh, berry blue? <laughs> <laughs> you didn't even say blue in French. <laughs> You couldn't even. Okay, try again. Le berry. No, berry blue. What else? Oh, orange. Yeah. Okay. What do you call it? Straw. So like the the strawberry. Well, I already said what it was. What was it? Fries. Fry. French fries. Oh my god. Next. Uh, Maury, mm -hmm. name five words you can say without touching your lips together. Oh, ooh, um, ghost, um, oh, uh, uh, um, straw. Loser. <laughs> <laughs> ooh. <laughs> ooh. Ooh. <clears throat> uh, Maury, I would have given you, A I, I would have... I would have given you I, I really hate really? you, dude. Any of those would have worked. Did you say I really hate you, dude? <laughs> no. <laughs> I'm just giving you examples of five words you can say without putting your lips together. Okay. <laughs> just any, those are just five random words I just put together. But you put them in the order of I really hate you, dude. <laughs> I, I, I'm, I'm only realizing that now. <laughs> I'm only realizing like I that clue now. In. No, I sorry, I, I apologize for that. That was an error. That was an error. <laughs> okay, that was next. an error. Uh, last one. Uh Damon Mori, are you ready? Mm -hmm. In the middle row of a regular keyboard, what five letters come after D? H J Loser. Why are you yelling? <laughs> <laughs> Come on, man. No, F, H, <laughs> J, M. No. Uh-uh. Don't look. Okay. You just looked. But you said don't look after I look. No. <laughs> How many times have somebody said that to you, Maury? <laughs> I swear to God. Uh, ladies and gentlemen, that is how you play five in seven. The Roz and Mocha Show Podcast. Podcast.
Oh, five days till the weekend. <laughs> wow. Listen, the weekend was just so beautiful outside. Yeah. You just look forward to those days, right? What a gift, huh? Oh, it's, a, it's the best. So great. I just feel like when the weather's like this, you just want to be outside, especially with the winters that we get, right? Yeah. Anybody, you just want to take advantage and be outside all the time. Was anybody outside with their shirt off this weekend? Oh, heck yeah. Yeah, I, I was. Right you were Shem? Yeah, I was in Buffalo, actually. Yeah, you so, were? Yeah. And I was with your shirt off? off? You took your shirt off in Buffalo? Hey, Whoa, man. hey. <laughs> hey. You know what? If I ever need to feel good about myself with my shirt off, that's, a, that's exactly where I'm going to. If I'm ever having a down day, a bad body image day, and I need to feel good about myself, I'm going to Buffalo and going shirtless. God damn, that's a great idea. Buffalo just take shirt off. Well, I, I was I didn't have a bad body image day. I was just you know oh. just feeling. Damn, that's surprising. And <laughs> say all that. <laughs> okay, so uh, Shem took his shirt off in Buffalo. Uh, yeah. Mocha, where did you take your shirt off? Oh, just at home. The backyard? Like outside in the backyard, Did yeah. you do any work, or were you just sitting there with your shirt off? Both. Okay. Yeah, a little bit of both. Uh, Damon Mori, where did you take your shirt off? I walked out onto the balcony with my morning coffee and no shirt. And no shirt. But you didn't leave the house, though. Well, I left the house. I was on the balcony. Okay. And nobody can, did anybody see you? Maybe. <laughs> now, were you wearing your uh, at the time your flannel pajama pants? Yes. That you always rock. Yes. Yeah. Right. Okay. And did Matthew see you? No, he was still sleeping. He was. Oh, he would. No. Are you kidding me? You would not have. What would happen in your house if you decided that if you were shirtless and you opened that door to the balcony? He would uh, get back in here. People might see right. you. I think he would jump on you like there was a grenade or a sniper <laughs> outside. Right. Well, I mean, he would if he actually cared about you. Oh, uh, wow. <laughs> what about you? How much? How much time in the weekend? Did Quite you have? a bit, actually. Majority no shirt versus shirt. Uh, no, like, I wouldn't say majority. Just because I was doing a lot of work around Bush is. Okay. <laughs> around bushes, uh -huh. uh, and I didn't want to get like all scratched up and stuff like that. And gotcha. I was gonna—I knew I was but gonna no get one will muddy. See you. And, yeah, well, listen. I mean, you know, you—you—I you, I like being outside with no shirt on. Like, I really enjoy it. Like, what I about enjoy pants? pants. What do you mean? Like, are you in like swim trunks or are you wearing pants? No, I think I had a pair of jeans on. Mm -hmm. Right, I was looking like—I um, don't even know. Right, like you know, like a, like a farmer, like a thank you, yes, right. <laughs> I was looking like a farmer. I had uh, jeans on and, belt? Uh, no, and belt. no shirt. Um, no, I think I was actually wearing a belt more. Were you wearing a belt? <laughs> yeah, I think so. You got to take the belt off if the shirt's not. I know, but then my my pants start to fall down and stuff like this, and it's yeah. just a it's a whole oh. scene. It's a whole scene. And Buffalo was way too far for me to feel good about myself. <laughs> that. The Roz and Mocha Show podcast. Podcast. I got another uh, AI song to play for you guys. Oh, yeah? Before I get to this one, let's revisit some of the ones that have made quite the impact where they take the voices of people that we know, create a song, and it legit sounds like those people. A uh, perfect example is when they teamed up Bad Bunny and Rihanna. Imagine if these two got together to really do this track. Like, it's perfect. It's amazing. 
Uh, the other one that made a lot of noise was Drake and The Weeknd with a song called Heart of My Sleeve. This was one of the first big ones, right? Yeah, and it got like millions of streams on a weekend on Spotify before it was taken down. Like, incredible, right? Mm -hmm. And then you mm -hmm. have, like, on the hilarious side, someone imagining what it would sound like for Drake to sing Bubbly by Colby Calais. Will you count me in? I've <laughs> <laughs> been late for a while now. You got me feeling like a child now. Cause at the time I see a bubbly face. I get the tingles a silly face starts in my toes. Okay. Yeah. So, <laughs> so do I, more. I'm with you. I'm kind of with you on it. <laughs> so we... We got you know, if, another if, one if, here. If, if things didn't quite work out for Drake, okay, like seven years ago, the way that they did, this is the Drake we would get in another five years. <laughs> Guaranteed. Guaranteed. And I would have so, loved it. And you know what? He probably would have won a ton of Grammys for it, too. True. Yeah. Uh, I got another one here where they took a famous <clears throat> voice and put it to a song yeah. that this famous person never in a million years would sing. Okay. Y'all remember Get Low by Lil Jon and these side boys, this song? Oh, yeah. Right? Party anthem, right? Yes, sir. So the account there, I ruined it. Yeah. Came up <laughs> with the pairing of that Lil Jon song yeah. rearranged and sung by Frank Sinatra. Oh, damn. Oh, yeah. <laughs> to the window, to the wall, until the sweat drops down my <laughs> okay. until all you crawl. Oh, skeet, skeet, goddamn. <laughs> wow, that sounds perfect. <laughs> that sounds perfect. You've like, got to be kidding me. Like AI, I know we always talk about how AI is so scary, and it really is, right? Dude, did you? But sometimes, like, it just, it, they just make everything so much better. So hilarious. To the window, to the wall, until the sweat drops down my <laughs> until all you I don't even know if it's funny or if it's terrible. So perfect. Man. I don't even know anymore. My grandmother would love that. Yeah. <laughs> right? You're right, Maury. <laughs> send it to me. To the window, to the wall. Until the swing drops down my And you know that Sinatra was such a dog that, like, it's not that unusual, right? Skeet, skeet, goddamn. The Roz and Mocha Show Podcast. Podcast. Danielle texted Roz because recently we were talking to someone about, a gentleman about uh, underwear and guys' underwear. Yes. And our favorite underwear, you and I, is that Saks underwear because um, of the pouch that it has in the front for your stuff, right? Damn. And how it's like life-changing. So oh! Right? So Danielle texted and said, listening to you gentlemen talk about your underwear just makes me think about women and bras and you have no idea how lucky you are that you do not have to deal with boobs and bras because let me tell you, <laughs> that is a 
whole other story, fellas. Yeah. So, Danielle, please <laughs> go ahead. Explain. I'm a big busted lady, and bras are just the worst. You, you, you. So so expensive, first of all, uh-huh. to find proper ones, and then to find the right fit is a different story. And then you need different fits for different outfits, for different dresses, for different shirts, for different activities, and Damn. it's just. Ugh. So annoying. Okay, so, so are annoying. you shopping? When you're shopping, you're you're thinking about each one of those scenarios that you would use that particular bra for. Are you exactly. um, shopping for also uh, size fitting? Um, are you yeah. shopping for material? Like, what's your kind of biggest struggle or pet peeve when it comes to that? Um, just sizing can be hard because a lot of places like Lafenza and Lavian Rose don't carry the bigger sizes and the bigger bands. But, um, yeah, you need good material. You need good hold if you're exercising and you need something, you know, without straps for certain dresses. And it's just, it's a nightmare. And I'm sure every woman can relate to that. We talked to, we had a fan on the show. She was young. I don't remember what her name was, but she went in for a breast reduction because she called us the day Mm -hmm. that she was going in. And one of the things that she had said that she was looking forward to was being able to buy a bathing suit as a set. Oh, right. Because you could never, the tops and bottoms don't match, Mm. right? So that's one of the things that she, so when you say you're a large chested lady, are you like, can find it in the store or are you like, got to go to very specialty places or get custom stuff? Specialty places. Really, huh? God, what a pain in the ass that must be. How many bras do you have? I have like two nice bras and two like, Everyday ones and maybe two fancy ones. Yeah. Okay. And which is your favorite? You rotate. Like, what's your, your the, the most comfortable one that are like is on repeat all the time? It's like a sports bra. Yeah. Oh, okay. So, yeah. so what is what's your advice then? Like, have you found a brand? Have you found a kind to cut a model, a whatever that you sort of swear by that maybe people don't know? Uh, I go to Torrid, which is a plus size store, and they have very nice stuff. So yeah. I highly recommend them. And they're an American company, so you can buy online from them and sometimes get deals. But they also have stores in Canada. Do you remember years ago when Oprah changed the, the bra industry completely? No. Yeah. So years ago when Oprah was doing her show, she had an expert on and they did it. They did a, a show called you. You're actually wearing the wrong size bra. And they had this woman on who was an expert on measuring women for the proper size bra. And what they figured it was like upwards of 80 percent of women who thought they were wearing the right size bra were actually wearing the very wrong size bra. And they Oprah did this one show and literally changed the bra industry overnight. Really? As far, yeah, because every woman was actually wearing the wrong size bra. They didn't understand. Like, it wasn't simple as far as the, uh, the, the cup size to split in the middle to the size of the back to the shoulders. Like, everybody was just off the rack. And then they realized that everybody was wearing their actual wrong size bra for their body. And the industry changed. Wow. She changed everything. So, Danielle, you found the bra that you like? Yeah, for now. All right. For now. Do you Um, got a favorite color bra? Or do you sort of get what you get? Black, huh? I like black. I think if I had huge boobs, I'd wear black too. Simple. Yeah. Yeah. I also like the look of like a black bra under like a white t-shirt. I'm always, I've always been a fan of that look where you can see, you know what I mean? Always been a fan. I love that look. And you wear white t-shirts. Now I don't know what to get you for uh, your birthday. <laughs> and then you got to hose them down. And then you get, thank you, lady. <laughs> wow, Danielle. Thank you. Hey, if you get a chance, uh, check out, have you heard of the brand? Uh, my wife swears by the, the uh, brand NYX. I think they're a Canadian company. Yes, I have heard of them. I, I actually ordered a couple from them last week. That's oh. so funny. There you yeah. go. <laughs>
Danielle, it was awesome talking to you. I learned some stuff today. Thank you. Thank you. Bye. The Roz and Mocha Show podcast. Podcast. I've never had a fetish. You know what I mean? I'm not really into that stuff, but a lot of people are. And Quentin Tarantino may be the most famous guy with a public fetish in show business because he's always accused of having a foot fetish, right? Because if you look at all Quentin's movies, uh, if you look at all Quentin's movies, it's all women's feet, right? Like dirty and everything. He Selma Hayek did a scene in a Quentin Tarantino movie where she's on stage and then she takes her foot and sticks her foot in a guy's mouth. And Quentin Tarantino hired himself as the actor to portray the guy who gets Selma Hayek's foot in his mouth. Right, oh, weirdo. Like he's always had this. Do you remember Brad Pitt's um, acceptance speech Mm-mm. from the SAG Awards no. when he won for um, uh, Once Upon a Time in Hollywood? Listen to this. I want to thank my co-stars, uh, Leo, Margot Robbie, Margot Robbie's feet, oh. Margaret Qualley's feet, Dakota Fanning's feet. Oh wow! Seriously, Quentin has separated more women from their shoes than the TSA. <laughs> It's like well, well, but he's never, well known. It's, other people have talked about it, not him. No, he has. But he says, "Hey, listen, I'm not the only one who's Hitchcock used to put a lot of feet in his movie." Da 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 da. Right? Like he he oh. acknowledges it. Remember that one scene in Kill Bill with um? Oh my God, Uma Thurman. Yeah. When yes. You wiggle your big toe. Yes. I'm like that scene seemed unusually there, long. But, but there's a lot of scenes in those movies where the foot shot is completely uh-huh. unnecessary. So now there's a strip club manager uh, named Low Life. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> no joke. The guy's name is Low Life. Uh-huh. Um, and uh, he was a strip club manager in Northern California and he claims that Quentin Tarantino came into Crazy Girls one night. He didn't say when, but he claims that uh, Quentin Tarantino came into Crazy Girls one night, went into a VIP room, put $10,000 on the table and just licked a woman's feet until they turned to prunes. What? He was in there for about 30 minutes, he said. That's a long time. That's a long time. Like 30 minutes, you think? That's a long time. Here's the question. Yes. Yes, 30 minutes is a long time. Yes. Are we all thinking 30 straight minutes or... Like a couple of seconds, take a break, couple of seconds, no. or a couple of minutes, take a break, couple of minutes. Not if they turned to prunes, he kept going. Oh, it would have to be 30 minutes straight. No, he said that he started with the bottom of the foot because, oh, by the way, Low Life, yeah. who manages a strip club, uh-huh. watched the whole thing on the security camera from the office. Oh like, my God. One foot or something. Yo, you're feet. a low life for real. <laughs> Both feet. He said he started with the bottoms and then went piggy by piggy. Whoa, come on. <laughs> <laughs> but can the girl just sit on her phone like she's not doing anything except li- like lying I, back? I guess, right? Easy gig for her. No kidding. Right? Easy gig. But that is like, to me, I, I, it's the easiest 10 grand ever. Right. Like a Maury. Maury's the yeah, Not like it. A, not it. <laughs> no. Not like, it. No. It. No. No. The Roz and Mocha Show podcast. Podcast. Roz and Mocha's Fix My Life. What advice can you guys give me? Okay, so my question is... My question is... Got a problem you can't fix. Roz and Mocha got you. Dylan, we've been waiting all day to talk to you. Welcome to Roz and Mocha's Fix My Life. Why are you here? Oh, because I love my boyfriend, but I can't stop thinking about somebody else. Oh, come on, Dylan. You wrote us this. Roz and Mocha Fix My Life. 
I've been dating a guy. He's all the things that a girl would want for marriage. Sometimes I think I love him. I went to a music festival over the weekend and instantly fell in love with another man. We didn't do anything. I didn't even get his name or his number, but I can't stop thinking about him. Is he the one that got away? <laughs> Where'd you go? Like EDC in Vegas? No, I just went to Electric Island in Toronto. Okay, so... <laughs> Yo, Dylan. Okay, so how long have you been dating your boyfriend for? Probably like three months, four months. Oh, okay. okay. Was he at this music festival with you? No, that's not his thing. Okay, so you really like this guy. You think you love him. Do you love him? Well, now I don't know. Yeah, the answer to that is no. Uh-huh. Um... Tell so, us about this other guy. Describe him. Yeah. He um, just was like a nice energy to be around. He was like in his 20s, probably Middle Eastern. He had like beautiful tan skin and he had this like slit in his eyebrow and just these nice eyes. And I just felt like I just wanted to like be with him forever. And so <laughs> did you did you guys talk like did you meet or were you just like dancing around each other? Um, we talked multiple times throughout the day, actually. We kind of just kept, like, finding each other. And then he kept expressing, like, that he was interested in me. And I told him that I had a boyfriend. And we, like, hugged and whatever. And he asked me for my number, like, in case it doesn't work out. Because I think he felt, like, the connection as well. Like, I could just tell that he felt the same way I did. Mm-hmm. But I just told him that, like, I couldn't because I wouldn't feel right about it. And that it wasn't fair. So, I know he did the right thing, but I just like, oh. Were you guys on drugs? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the drugs that get you every time, huh? Yeah. Oh, um, I know what that's like, too. Yeah. I, I think that this may have been uh, perfect if it started and ended at the festival. I don't think that this is the basis for anything great. Uh, and I'm not saying that you can't meet somebody that way, but you already had sort of hesitation and reservations when you met this guy. If you truly felt that there was like something magic and this was one in a million and you guys hit it off right away and it was love at first sight and all this other stuff, I think that you would have worked towards that. Maybe had you not been so high. Yeah, I know. I regret <laughs> not giving him my number, honestly, but really? I know that I did wow. the right thing. Like, So you can't contact this guy at all, right? I mean, I could be one of those crazy people and post in like the Toronto rave community about it. So you're sitting here now probably (laughs) going through all pictures that were tagged at that music festival hoping to see one through 15,000 names. Yes, of course you did. Damn, Um, girl. And so you don't have a way to get a hold of this guy and now you're what? You're feeling guilt because you're still with your boyfriend but now you're thinking constantly about this other guy, right? Yes. Yeah, that'll go away. Okay. Yeah, yeah. You you just have to get over that. Uh, and, and, it was and, just a moment. You guys had a moment that weekend or that day, and yeah. then you're like infatuated yeah. with now. the the situation and the event. I think that's what you're attracted to, just the way it happened and the environment that you guys were in, and you're just kind of like longing for that. Yeah, I think after being on apps for so long, it was like beautiful to meet someone in person. Like mm-hmm. I've been craving that and my boyfriend makes me feel really comfy but like I just I don't know I just want someone that kind of like lights me up well don't get used to it because it's not going to work out with him either oh yes I think I yeah what did you tell your boyfriend about that weekend when he asked hey babe like how was your music festival had a great time Mm mm-hmm 
<laughs> now, did you come home all wild and make out with your boyfriend or did you avoid your boyfriend? Oh, no. I slept at my friend's house and then my boyfriend and I went like out the next day. And how was it? Um, it was pleasantly mediocre. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> Yo, break up with this okay. guy. Yeah, you got to break up with this guy. Oh, uh, I know. I think my mind is made up. I think I just needed someone that's not like my friend. That's like, oh, he's such a great guy. Yeah. Like, if you're with a guy for three months and then you just meet somebody high at a music festival and you're like, oh my god, I love you. Like your boyfriend, it's not going to work with this guy. Yeah, I think I want someone that'll like go dancing with me and like do all the. Like, I don't know. I want someone that, like, is as crazy as I am. More in line with your personality. Yeah. yeah. And but, but I will say that we talk about this all the time on this show. How wonderful is it to actually meet somebody in person, right? You get butterflies. You're like, am I going to fail? I got to take a chance. How do I talk to this person? There's no texting involved. Isn't that a wonderful thing to meet somebody in person? Yeah, honestly, I, I think the only way that I would, like, get back on an app is to, like, look for this man. Oh, oh my oh. God. Okay, cool. <laughs> what, did you know his name? No, he, I asked him and then he's like, you know what, I don't feel right giving you my name now because okay. we, like, so okay, it's so, like so hold on here. Let's, okay, here, we're going to end it this way. Okay, Dylan? Okay, how tall about was this guy? Um, Probably 5'9". Five 5'9", nine. Five nine, so short, Ish. short. 5'9", shorter guy, what color hair? Black. Black, what was his skin tone like? Like dark-ish. Okay, any tattoos? Yeah. No, he had a black baseball cap on and a long sleeve blue shirt. Okay, and uh, do you remember anything he said to you? Anything at all? Um, he said that he was so impressed by me. No, like about himself, <laughs> like where he grew Damn, up, Dylan. or like nothing. No, we were no? just like, yeah, no. And what were you wearing? Just in case yes. this guy's listening, describe yeah. what you were wearing. Um, I was wearing a visor that was like pinkish purple with okay. white on it. I had pink glitter makeup on mm-hmm. and I um, was wearing a gray sweater and shorts. Okay. And if he if he's listening and he needs to reach out to you, you tell us and I'll bleep it what your IG is. And if he reaches out to us, we'll send him your IG and then you could just DM. Yeah. Okay. So it's... Um, so, so if this guy's listening, reach out. Oh God. Reach out. Dylan was into you, man. And your busted up eyebrow. <laughs> no, it was sexy. All right. Good luck, Dylan. Thanks for reaching out. Thank you. Bye. Roz and Mocha's Fix My Life on KISS. What's everybody freaking out about this Nick Cannon thing? Oh, so dumb. Where was this? On his TV show, Wild and Out. Oh, okay. So it had nothing to do with the wrestling that was going on over the weekend. No. Oh, I gotcha. I gotcha. Spoiler alert, gotcha. Bianca Belair lost her title. <sighs> oh, yeah? Champions. To yeah. who? Asuka. Yeah, Asuka. Is that a big, she, is that a big deal? Huge deal. She, how long? <laughs> Bianca Belair was champion for what? Like a year? Well, almost like 400 plus days. Yeah, over a year. She won at WrestleMania last year. <laughs> it's crazy. So ever since Nick Cannon turned his brand into being a father of 12... He's really sort of stepped over the line a couple of times. Like, who did he say not that long ago in an interview that he would impregnate? Oh, Taylor Swift. Taylor Swift, right, right. And everybody went in on him uh, for that. So this was uh, Nick Cannon doing a rap on uh, on his TV show that has everybody freaked out. Bring the superstars up here. 
It's a couple of guys who are up to no good. Yo, they started making trouble in my neighborhood. I get in one little fight, my mom's got scared. Cause I wanted to impregnate Bianca Belair. Right. And Bianca Belair was there at the show, along with her husband, who's also a wrestler. Yeah, like she's married. Did he sing that right Montez to Ford. his her face? Sure did. Yeah, did, it was part did of the battle. Really? Yeah, like right in front of her. Whoa, it's part of the battle. She's married too, but I guess Nick Cannon thinks that like because that's his brand now, like it's fine. Like he gets a pass on it because everybody just knows how ridiculous the whole thing is. Maybe and, and maybe because like the format of that segment of the show is battle rap. Yeah, yeah right? and they all yes. joke about it on the show about him impregnating people. Yeah, it's a, it's a constant. It's a running theme. No, I, I a compliment. I, uh, but I understand you goofing on him for the amount of women that he's impregnated. I get that. Yeah. But to say that to a woman's face while her husband is there, to me, like, there's a line, right? Brave. Like, there's a, what's his, her husband a big guy? Yo. Oh, is he? He's a monster. Oh, yeah. then, okay, okay, okay. And you know what, though? He, then maybe like, that makes it okay. He's a... Uh... He's a great wrestler. Yeah. But like behind the scenes, he's like such a nice guy. Yeah. yeah. Too, maybe, right? maybe it makes it okay. Uh, and you can maybe understand the joke when you say it to a woman who you clearly know her husband could tear you apart with his bare hands. Like maybe that's okay. <laughs> right? Maybe she that's could okay. tear him apart. That's true. <laughs> yeah. That's true. That's true. Did she laugh? No, she did not laugh. Oh, she does not. Oh, no. <laughs> she didn't laugh. Her husband did. So you know the car ride home was quite awkward. <laughs> the Roz and Mocha Show Podcast. Podcast. Hi, Diana. It's Roz and Mocha. Oh my God. I cannot believe this is happening. All right. So good. Finally to be able to connect with you. Uh, Diana sent us this text, Roz. I've uh-huh. been listening to the Ronza Mocha Show for about 12 years now, but I've been Ooh. too shy to reach out for a long time. I live in the U.S. now, but I still listen to the podcast and I read Roz's book and just keep up with everything in general. So, Diana, where in the U.S. do you live? Uh, I live in Scottsdale in Arizona. Oh, oh nice. nice. All right, what brought you out to Scottsdale? Um... Okay, well, apart from not really liking the winter, um, I was looking to switch jobs and Toronto had gotten to the point where it was just so expensive. Um, and I couldn't ever see myself owning a home without, you know, being forever in debt. So then, um, yeah, so then I decided to move. Um, and Arizona was my number one choice because it's just so beautiful here and there's like so much to do. Yeah. What's the uh, housing market mm-hmm. like out there? Oh my God. It's condos are pretty much like half the price. Um, as in Toronto and then houses, like if they're, maybe they're like a third, it's like so much cheaper. So I could actually see myself affording something here. Yeah. Okay. What do you, you live in a house or or in a condo? Oh, right now I'm renting because I want to buy by the end of the year. And I think I want to go for a condo, but again, they're like half the price. Yeah. So what does rent cost? Like what kind of uh, spot are you renting out right now? You got one bedroom, two, what's going on? It's one bedroom. It's 900 square feet. Um, don't don't uh, be surprised, but it's in twenty five hundred because I could afford a bit more here, um, yeah. and uh, it has a pool, um, and it's like right beside Old Town Scottsdale. Oh, nice! Yeah. And what is Scottsdale like? Like, uh, what's the what's the vibe like out there? I've never been out to uh, Arizona. Oh, you guys need to visit. Um, it is pretty much people say it has LA vibes, but um, it's cheaper. People are way nicer. Obviously, there's no beach. 
Um, but it's just, it's very friendly. Um, people are very relaxed, uh, lots of places to eat. It's just very spread out too. There's so much to see, even in like the Phoenix area. Um, and there's so much, the nightlife is just really good. Oh, and people love golfing. I'm not a golfer though. Oh yeah, they do. Arizona's huge for that. No, you can get in Arizona. You can get like four bedrooms, four baths, like 2,500 square feet on a full acre for under a million. Oh my god! Oh yeah, oh, yeah. easily, yeah. easily, easily. Like the, yeah. the the price of a like the the equivalent of a <clears throat> two bedroom condo downtown Toronto. Yeah, you can get four bedrooms, four bathrooms on an acre in Insane. Arizona, and I mean like a beautiful home, like not something that needs work. Like yeah. it is like gorgeous. That's how been ready. Oh my god, it's so it's so wild. And uh, what's your life like now? Diana, so you're, are you living by yourself in the apartment? Yeah, living by myself. Um, I've made a lot of friends because um, everybody's moving to Arizona or not, not everybody, but I mean, lots of people, especially from California. Yeah. Um, so everybody's looking to meet people and the building is all like young professionals. Um, so it's just, it's been very easy. I know in my, my building in Toronto, it was mostly older people. So I wasn't really making friends with my neighbors. So it's just a, it's a different vibe for sure. Yeah. Well, what about the dating scene? <laughs> Um, the dating scene, um, you know what? A lot of people are um, homeowners here. I've, I found that. Um, they're, okay, they're more successful generally, I find. Um, but, and everybody's pretty nice. I, I don't know. It's pretty similar to Toronto, I guess. Yeah. All yeah. right. So success yeah. on Tinder and Hinge and stuff like that, Bumble? Yeah. Uh, hinge, Hinge. Okay. Hinge now, is do, where it's do at. you, because go, coming from a place like Toronto, I don't know sort of where you lean politically, but politically, Arizona is a very different place than Toronto. Yeah. Yeah, it is. I mean, it's kind of mixed. It's like a purple state. Yeah. Do you have to like vet guys to make sure that they're not too much? You know what I mean? Um. You know what? People talk don't talk about politics that much here. Yeah. Um. It's kind of different. Um. And you know what? It's yeah. Um. I don't have to. I don't have to vet too much. I feel like everybody's pretty normal, to be yeah. honest. Gotcha. Okay. But there are people with extreme views. Usually, uh, you can you can spot them pretty quick. So, how long have you been out there now? Uh, about a year and a half. Oh, okay. So not that long. What do you miss the yeah. most? Okay. Tim's, uh, the food. <laughs> yeah. Because <laughs> um, like the food here is nowhere near as good as in Toronto. Um, I miss you guys. Uh-huh. Yeah. But you still um, got, a, got the podcast. Oh, yes. Yeah, of course. Yeah. Definitely listening to the podcast every day. Uh, I'm about eight months behind. So oh, I'm no. trying to catch up right now. Oh, yeah. um, shoot. So what? wait, wait, wait. So you don't know what happened then? Uh. Oh, I, I mean, I've seen little snippets. I know there was a race. Okay, but do you know, like, what happened happened with it? Oh, no, 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 no. I have no idea who won. Oh, damn. Okay, so, Diana, your mission today, okay? There are uh-huh. two... Get me the, the, the podcast numbers, guys. Uh, there are two specific podcasts that you have to listen to today, okay? Mm-hmm. One is the race broadcast, okay? Okay. And then okay. the one right after... We recorded a podcast right after the race where we kind of give a little background on the experience. So those are two specific. Shem, go ahead. Yeah, it's 601 and 602. Okay, okay. episode 601 and okay. 602. Go make sure you download those yeah. and listen to uh-huh. those today. Okay, Diana? Okay, sounds good. I will. Uh, right. It was um, great to finally connect with you. Thank you for listening all the way out there in Scottsdale, Arizona. Thank you for being a dedicated fan, family member of the Razamoka show, Razamoka Universe. Uh, before we let you go, between Razamoka, who's your favorite? 
Okay, so growing up, because, uh, yeah, 12 years, uh, it was definitely you, Mocha, and now as I've matured, um, it is Roz. Uh, so I had to, I, had, I, I love you both, though. Yep. Ross <laughs> <laughs> is not like that answer. Uh, I'm sorry, Ross. I had to. I know. I've never been able to capture the youth vote. <laughs> it's a problem. It's always been a problem for my campaign. <laughs> Diana, you are the best. We're going to follow up and, and catch up with you soon, okay? Sounds good. Love right. you guys. Love, Love you right too. back. Okay. All right. The Roz and Mocha Show Podcast. Podcast. Do you need a second? Yeah, hold on. You got files over there? Was it tax season? You got a lot going <laughs> on, on. Yeah. Um, you okay? Yeah, no. Okay. That's fine. Okay. Well, now you have to tell us what happened. No, I'm oh. just... Uh, uh, <laughs> <laughs> I'm, I'm logging into my, um, my OLG app because the jackpot tonight is 60 mil, but I'm also trying to... I'm reading this story about somebody who bought a ticket last year around I this know, time in Scarborough. $70 million jackpot has not been claimed and the expiry date is coming up soon. <laughs> what? You're what? You're what? Your parents? I, so two things. I went to... My, my parents have been like combing through their home. Because <laughs> <laughs> they think it's the, them? Because they think it's them. But do they buy every week? My dad does. My mom does not. I don't know why she's searching, right? Oh, but yeah, my dad well, does. 70 mil. Why not? What else am I doing? <laughs> True. And I went to my barber yesterday, and he, you know, his closet is not exactly the cleanest um, uh, in, the, in the shop, and it was sparkling. Oh, don't be saying that, man. Sparkling. You're going to no. mess up your next face. No, no, no. That's all love. It's all love. So he went in looking for it, too? He went in and did a whole spring cleaning. In fact, yeah, my appointment everybody. was late because he was in the middle of cleaning. Looking for the lot. I, I imagine that's going on a ton. Who in doesn't Scarborough. check their Everybody. tickets though? This well, well, well the, the thing is, this ticket was never. This ticket was never checked. It was purchased, yes, and it was never checked. But never that's what scanned. I mean. Who doesn't scan on the even on the well, app? What they're saying is the uh, director of media relations, Tony, said that. Yes, uh, said that um, what has happened in the past is that maybe this person purchased a ticket and then they passed away. Oh, right. God. Or another scenario I thought of is what if it was someone who's visiting from outside of Canada and just that went to the store? Rarely happens, right? Though. Very true, v- rare. Yeah. But like, what if it was someone visiting, let's say, from the states or whoever, right? Yeah. Wherever, and they decide, hey, let me just try my luck. The dead assuming, thing makes so much sense. Assuming that they wouldn't win, I am bought the ticket and bounce. Banking on the fact that because I was never, I'm not like a big lottery guy at all, right? However, I have at times on impulse over the years walked into a store on a Friday, saw the, the Lotto Max thing, and I'm like, mm. give me 20 bucks on this. And six months later, I would find that ticket in a jacket pocket. A and lot, and, and, I, and I would bring it. So I'm guessing that the person who actually won this ticket is not a regular lottery player. I, I still don't know, dollars. like, unless they, I believe in the death thing, but because anyone else who buys a ticket like me, I put it literally on the kitchen island by my wallet. So I know the next day or on that Tuesday, I'm checking. No, it on the more, I'm telling you right now, yeah. for no, years, for years, do. I would be months later. I would find yeah. them in my jacket Wouldn't pocket. you want to know, like, right away? I would forget that I bought it. I think, see, because I do all oh. of my lotto purchases now with the app because it's just so easy. Yeah. So I get a notification instantly, right? right? right. Like the following day. Um, so if... I've been in your situation before, Roz, where I buy an actual ticket from the store, yep. 
And then I just completely forget about it. Yeah. I may check like a day, two, three days later, sometimes oh, a week yeah. later. Yeah. Sometimes I'll find it in a jacket pocket and like a month later, yeah. I'll check. But this is insane. We're coming up on the the deadline to claim this money, but $70 million. Um, what happens to the money if they don't win? It goes back in. It's Yeah, it goes back in. See, we yeah, should all just split if, it. It says here, if the person died, the family will be able to cash in, but it does have to go through lawyers. If there's any provisions in the will, who the executor of the will will be, that type of thing. But there are, they said that there are, like, there is a system in place where if you feel that you did purchase that ticket, right? Like maybe these just happen to be the numbers you play all the time or whatever. I don't know. Um, you can go and answer a bunch of questions, right? Glad you asked. Can you collect a jackpot without the ticket? OLG says yes. Yes, you can. Because it has all this information about the ticket, like exactly where it was purchased, yeah. what time it was purchased, did they pay with a credit or debit card or cash? And it says here, if someone lost the ticket, and they can tell the OLG that exact information, then there's a very good chance that they can claim the prize and be deemed the rightful owner of that ticket. Well, now all we need is somebody on the inside of OLG who can filter that info to us. <laughs> right? We just need that guy. Right? But $70 Shem, you gotta, million. Shem, you got to hit up Tinder this weekend. <laughs> and, uh, this location's and, called and wrong. Yes. Just, and then start finding somebody who works for OLG. You got till Monday to finesse somebody into that info. The Roz and Mocha Show podcast. Podcast. Uh, Jason Sudeikis was on Hot Ones. Oh, uh, yeah? episode, yeah. It's a fun show, huh? Love it. Didn't freak out, though, over any of the uh, the sauces. Really? He made it right through to the end, yeah. Well, that's not fun. And he was totally fine. He was totally cool about everything. Um, they did talk about Ted Lasso, did not talk about the ending of the show, though. Mm. And when I go to my Apple account, yeah. Apple Plus, Apple TV... So the new episode is out, and then next week is the season finale. But so, it doesn't say in the description, series finale. It just says season finale. Oh, interesting. For Wednesday's episode, right? Because leading up to the new season, we had everybody talking about whether or not this was going to be the last season. Yeah. It and should be. About, it should be. It should be. They're really. They're doing a really, really good job wrapping it up. It may be the the, the best television show I've ever watched. Mm -hmm. This season um, definitely makes up for. Last, I did. I I I, I, I I liked season two. I just didn't like two episodes of season mm -hmm. two. Well, I think those two episodes kind of tarnish the entire season. Yeah. for some people, right? Yes. Um, but yes. yeah, when you look at it, uh, I, like a show, no show has ever give. Like I've never had an emotional attachment to a television show as strongly as I have to Ted Lasso. Mm -hmm. And boy, oh boy, what they did with Nate's character. Oh. The emotion that we yeah. all felt with Oof. Nate from season one to season yeah. two to the beginning of season three yeah. to partway through season three. It's such The writing on it's great, right? It really is. It really And even um, the stuff with his mom last week when she showed up and like, it's just, it's so, it's so beautiful. The show is so beautiful. Uh, Jason Sudeikis on Hot Ones talking about who inspired 
the character of Ted Lasso. It's an amalgamation of a bunch of different, you know, uh, teachers, mentors, uh, you know, um, whether people I actually got to meet or, or work alongside of or, or be coached by. But then, you know, certain elements of it, uh, the look was kind of inspired by Mike Ditka, you know, having the mm. shades and the short polyester shorts and the mustache was okay. was, was very much Ditka. Um, then I had my high school basketball coach, a fellow named Donnie Campbell, you know, would, would you know, do those little turns of phrases like Ted does. Um <laughs> And, you know, and I always loved those things. And he also was the one that uh, really pretty much introduced myself and my teammates to uh, John Wooden, who was the UCLA basketball coach that, that has a bunch of phrases that are, that are more like philosophical than, you know, pop culture or, or, or like quirky and whatnot. But yeah, it's, so it's an amalgamation of all, all those things. So if you're loving Ted Lasso, uh, season finale is on Wednesday. Did you ever see the thing uh, that he, because if you, if you watch Ted Lasso, that character is owned by NBC, mm-hmm. right? Did you see the thing nine years ago? No. No? So Ted Lasso was a character that Jason Sudeikis did for NBC in a promo nine years ago. Uh-huh. And where they did an American football coach in London where he played this character and then he went to London and sort of like learns about soccer. I think it was when the Premier League signed a big deal for NBA. Turn my computer for a second. I'll play the beginning of it. And it's crazy because he sounds just like Ted Lasso, but only he's a little mean. Oh, listen. How you doing? This is Ted Lasso. I'm the new head coach of the Tottenham Hotspurs. And uh, I'd like to talk to the Queen, please. My name's Ted Lasso. I'm new head coach for Tottenham Spurs been brought over here to, to you know implement my coaching style. Football is football, no matter where you play it. You got grass, you got cleats, and you got helmets with masks on them. Football in the states is my specialty, but they have a different kind of football over here. Kick it! Circle them up, have them put on their pads, and let's start playing for real. They're wearing their pads, coach. There's a lot of them. <laughs> <laughs> but, uh, oh, and, wow. and, and his assistant coach in the in the NBC thing is Beard. Oh, really? Yeah. So they just carried things they, over they did. nine they, years they, later. They, yeah, it was, like, it was like nine years ago, but that's oh. why um, NBC, because I think that he was still in SNL at the time. He was. So that's why NBC, when you see it, when you're watching Ted Lasso, that Ted Lasso is owned by NBC. Oh, okay. Yeah. The Roz and Mocha Show podcast. Podcast. Agatha, hello. Welcome to the Raza Mocha Show. How are you? Good. How are you? Good. So I'm a teacher, mm-hmm. and uh, as you know, track season is in full swing. Yes. And I had a couple of questions for you guys. Okay. First one is for you, Mocha. So, you know, you came back from this injury. You didn't let that stop you, and you just, you just got the job done uh, with your win last week. So just wondering if you had any words of advice for my athletes. Hold on, hold on, hold on. <laughs> so do you guys have, like, a, a track meet coming up anytime soon? Yeah, we do. Oh. We have a couple of them. Oh, okay. And what are the ages are we talking here of the students? So it's high school, 14 to 18. Okay, oh, wow. okay. Uh, Shem, you may want to bow out of this convo. Oh, wow. <laughs> <laughs> I'll just go ahead and turn my mic off. <laughs> I got a question for Shem after later. Don't oh, worry about it. Oh, you do? Okay, okay Shem, you can okay. try this again. Okay. Thanks, Agatha. Uh, so what, any any words of advice for the students? Yeah, what? they're a little nervous. It's the first time we have a track team at our school. Oh, oh wow. wow. Okay. Uh, have they been Have they been training? Like, that would be, like, first it. and foremost. Uh, they've been spending time uh, training and, and getting ready for the track meet? Of course, of course. So I think maybe some advice on the the mental aspect of racing. Um, well, I think especially in a team environment, it's good to hype each other up and be supportive and motivate each other before you head out onto the track. Perfect. Uh, cheer each other on, of course. Mm-hmm. Um, here's one thing, and I didn't talk about this before, as to what went through my mind 
right before the gun went off, the starting gun. Yeah, the nerve. For the race, okay? <laughs> and I don't know if this is going to help any of the students at your school at this track meet before you start. But mm-hmm. maybe think about who you're doing this for. Maybe think about one person or a group of people, or maybe it's like your team or your coach or whoever. Because when we were down in the starting blocks, right before the official starter said, ready, set, and then fired the gun, I looked at my wedding ring, mm-hmm. I kissed it, and I thought <laughs> of and I thought of Jenna and Cruz. And as soon as, and that's the only thing, other than beating Shem, in my mind, I was like, yo, I'm doing this for my family. Didn't Cruz say Shem was going to win? He did. Uh, yeah. He that did. was also to prove my son wrong. Okay. Oh, okay, hold on here, hold on here. Where Mocha yeah. is all the trash talk. Where Mocha is the complete absence of humility in victory. Well, my next Where point- Mocha is the stuff it down their throats. Where's that Mocha? Because the Mocha you are right now yeah. is not the Mocha that we had leading up to race day. Well, the next point that I was going to make was uh, to try your best to stay humble. <laughs> Excuse me. You didn't do that either. Right? Because nobody likes to show off, right? Very important too. Excuse me. Very important for the kids to know. We're talking about high school kids here, right? First time this school has had a track team, their very first experience in the track environment. Try to stay calm. Try your best to stay humble. Wow. Okay. I don't know who you are right now, but you are not the guy that that won runner, runner, winner, winner. I don't know who you are. But that's not the guy that was there that day. I'm trying to spread positivity. <laughs> now? Who's a champion? Who's a champion? I am the king. I am the king. You see the crown on this hat? I am the king. <laughs> now, they asked Mocha, Mocha, the, the famous quote from runner, runner, winner, winner, when you beat Shem yes. was, was they put the medal on you, Ivanka Osmak from Sportsnet put the medal on you and said, how does that feel? And you said, it feels normal. Yeah, because I'm used to winning. (laughs) How does that feel? It feels normal. Because I told you I was a champion. I told Shem I was going to win. I knew this was going to happen. I told everybody. There we go. Okay. There but we kids, go. Stay humble. Oh, God. <laughs> also, remember, if you ain't first, you're last. Keep that in your mind as you head out to that track. Now, what is your question, Agatha, for Shem, oh, who no. lost the race, by the way? Oh, no. Okay. So, Shem. Hi. What would you say to my students who they're coming to the track meet with these high expectations <laughs> but who don't end up performing as well as they thought they would. <laughs> Shem, Shem, do you have any motivation for the losers? Well, <laughs> yeah, quit now. <laughs> Shem should Here's what I would say. Um, you know, hang your head high, knowing that you did your best. Um, don't talk to your parents afterwards because they'll probably roast you. And don't open your DMs um, after said race. Again, again, again. At the end of that race, Shem, you were asked the question yeah. of why did you lose? And you said, quote, talking about Mocha, if I don't stumble out of the blocks at the start, yep. his ass loses. Facts. Like you were in denial. Um, well, I wouldn't say that. Um, I would say that I was hopeful. Shem, are you okay? Good. How does it feel to have lost? Sucks. Yeah? Now, is this settled, gentlemen? Is this over? It is settled? Hell no. It's what? I want a rematch. 
Why are you Why are you out of your mind? <laughs> Jesus let me down. You still think no, I, the knees let you down, bro? <laughs> you see the end of the video? You crumbled like a cookie. You really did. <laughs> <laughs> Hey, yeah. kids, walk in there with your heads up, high puff out that chest, and destroy the competition. That's all you got to do. Oh, that sounds like a great pre-race speech. Thank you. And, right. and if you lose, it's okay, because we're all winners at the end of the day. No, we're not. You just, oh. you just do a rematch, right? Yeah, exactly. Please, Shem, you don't want this. Shem, Shem, Shem and Mocha showed... uh, shake hands at the end of the... Like, no, did they hell no. no, no there was, none of that. Still there was, there no. was nothing. Shem immediately asked for a rematch, which was not going to happen. Yeah. <laughs> Instantly. Yeah. Hope that helps, Agatha. That's it. Thank you very much. <laughs> Have a great day and good luck to all the kids out there. Thank you. Stay humble. Who's the champion? I am the king. I am the king. The Roz and Mocha Show Podcast. Podcast. Roz and Mocha's hell of a story. Lisa, hello, it's Roz and Mocha. Hey, how are you? Good. Uh, Lisa, <laughs> when and where does your hell of a story take place? So my hell of a story takes place uh, off the side of Highway 115.35 in Orono. <laughs> okay, so oh, no. Ontario. Yes. Okay, oh, gotcha, okay, okay. gotcha, gotcha, gotcha. Okay, and so what was going on on this highway? So we, uh, there's a farm right off the highway that uh, we go and drop off some bulls. We had a Portuguese bullfight uh, evening, and it's about 1 o'clock in the morning, and we drop these bulls off at the farm. What is a Portuguese bullfight? So um, it's where we bring a few bulls into an arena, uh-huh. and we have a few guys kind of, um, we call play with them uh, with some umbrellas, just kind of tease the bull. And uh, yeah. Wait, wait, so, 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 so. Are you like a bull farmer or something? Am I a bull farmer? No. So, we where do you get friends. these bulls from? <laughs> so, our friends own these bulls. Oh, okay. So, wait you're a just second. talking casual. Like, yeah, we just brought these bulls from a bull so you're like, So, you're like Uber Bull? Uh, yeah, I guess you could say that. Yeah, they, okay. they needed a truck. My husband uh, had this really big truck that they needed to bring these bulls there. So. so they don't kill the bulls though, right? Oh, absolutely not. No okay, way. so they just tease them. Yes. That sounds dangerous to me. Uh, well, you, typically anything dangerous is fun, right? <laughs> yeah, no, true. I get that. But so, okay, so you transport bulls and yeah. then and then what happens? You gotta, you collect the bulls and then what do you do with the bulls afterwards? My husband and I were having a little bit of a rough patch. He was kind of upset with me. Uh, so we get to the farm and he's like, hey, do you want to see how I unload the bulls into the farm? I said, sure. You know what? That's a great idea. Um, I said, OK, sure. Here, let me join you. Uh, maybe this can be like a little bonding. So when I slipped out of the truck and I accidentally locked it with my elbow, uh, truck is running. Oh, cool. No. We go out. We go out to to watch the bulls get out of whatever this trailer thing is. We get back to the truck. It's locked, and it's still running. It's still running. Okay, are inside. Okay, okay, and you yeah. are, and you are, as you said, in the middle of nowhere. So we're like, okay, that's cool, that's fine. We'll just call up a, a tow truck. Yeah. Yeah, we can't do that because the phones are inside the truck as well. Okay, so what do you do? You break the window, right? N- no, I oh. wish I could do that. He would kill me. He loves his truck. Mm. <laughs> uh, okay. So he looks down the highway, and there's a little gas station, about 45-minute walk. Oh, my God. He had to walk along the highway to get down to the gas station to ask them to use the phone. So in the meantime, I'm sitting in the back of the truck because, again, I'm in the middle of nowhere uh-huh. on a farm. So I'm trying to search for maybe there's like 
something thin I can, you know, pop down the side of the window to be able to unlock the truck. You're going to slim jim the the, own, the the window yourself? I tried to, yes. Okay. There's nothing. No. That- All of a sudden, I hear, like, metal. And I'm, like, ruffling metal. And I'm like, what the heck? I shouldn't be hearing metal. Like, what the heck's going on? Yeah. But I didn't think anything of it again going through my search. I sense, you know how sometimes you can sense when there's something or someone around you? Yeah. Uh, mind you, I'm kind of, again, on my knees a little bit, trying to search for stuff through the back of the truck. I look up, and I just see bullhorns. Oh, my God. Oh, damn. Oh, my God is correct. I didn't want to move. I didn't want to blink. I didn't want to sneeze. I was scared of coffee. I was scared of just, I, I didn't know what to do at this point. And, and, of course, you're the woman that just brought that bull to get teased with umbrellas, right? Correct. Yeah. Correct. <laughs> so, my turn now. <laughs> yeah, that bull's like, yo, I'm coming to you. Okay, so yeah. so you're in the back of the truck on your hands and knees looking around for something metal, and yeah. then you hear metal clanking, and then you look yep. you look up and what do you see? Like the bull or the horns, or what do you see? Just 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 the top of the horns. Oh is my what god! I see. Okay. Again, mind you, I'm around a hole, but there's grass everywhere, and this thing just wants to eat. And I'm thinking, oh my god, Dave is going to be turning the corner any minute now, walking up this driveway, and he's going to get charged by this bull. Right. What am I going to do? Uh, luckily the bull kind of walked away and I'm at the back of the truck now standing up waving at him and he's looking at me like I'm some crazy person not understanding because again he's a little bit far yeah. I'm trying to tell him don't move don't come towards the truck the bull is out the bull is out and it, luckily the bull kind of walked up ahead where I told him you know the bull is out the bull is walking around and he's like are you kidding me right now how the heck am I going to get this bull by myself back to where his little pen area where he belongs so he luckily kind of went around behind the bull and you know kind of guided and made some noise to where the bull would just charge back to what do you do like you poke it in the butt no no no, you can't touch him are you crazy you just make some noise i would i would poke it in the butt (laughs) oh my god and then what run (laughs) and then run man i would love to see that (laughs) so what happened so the bull like went away so at this point now uh bull's back to where he belongs I'm going into one of the little sheds to see if maybe there's like a blanket or something. And Dave's really upset at me at this point. He doesn't even want to look at me. doesn't even want to talk to me. The moment I walk beside him and say, hey, doesn't it begin to downpour? <laughs> oh, no. So not, as, not only is he pissed at me that I'm locking the truck, the truck is running. Yeah. The phones are in the truck. He yeah. had to walk over to the gas station. He had to guide this bull back to where it belonged. Now he's standing in pouring rain, waiting for this tow truck. And then he, and then he, and then he dumped your ass. Actually, that's kind of funny you say that. He did for a little bit, but we oh, ended up getting oh back my, oh, now we're married. Oh, oh, wait, hold on, oh. I was kidding. <laughs> <laughs> wow. So wait a second, you you got married? Yeah, we did. Wow, congratulations. That's amazing. Thank you. Yeah. I mean, I would have dumped your ass. Yeah. Yeah, Yeah, fully. It was a total accident. Let me tell you, I'm very tiny. This truck was very big. Yeah, but it sounds like you have huge elbows, though. (laughs) Damn. Yeah, it was a very, very silent one and a half hour drive home. Yeah, oh I, can, I can only imagine. Oh, no. I can only imagine. Uh, <laughs> Lisa, thank you for joining us on Roz and Mocha's Hell of a Story today. Thank you. The Roz and Mocha Show podcast. Podcast. 
Roz and Mocha's Fix My Life. What advice can you guys give me? Okay, so my question is... My question is... Got a problem you can't fix. Roz and Mocha got you. Eric, hello. It's Roz and Mocha. How are you, man? Hey, not too bad, thanks, guys. How are you? Good, buddy. Uh, what's going on? Why are you here? Tell everyone. Um, moving on from a breakup is uh, super hard, guys. Yes, it is. Uh, you are this. Roz and Mocha fixed my life about a month ago. My girlfriend and I broke up. After being together for about two years, it hit me pretty hard right away. She started dating one of my old best friends from high school, which oh, has left no. me feeling conflicted. Last weekend, we had a heated argument over texts, and now I'm being portrayed as the bad person, even though I did everything for her. I'm trying to move on and put myself to uh put myself out there again but it's challenging of course it is why uh why'd you guys break up we for a little while we weren't getting along and stuff and uh she's got her problems i had my problems and like we were just butting heads a lot yeah so so we just kind of we figured that was the way to go and it was like days she was with my old best friend from high school do you think that she was with that guy while the two of you were dating Yes, actually. Um, about two weeks before uh, we broke up, uh, she she was over at her friend's house, and he was over there. I found that out later on. Okay, mm. so you guys did not break up because you have your stuff, and she has her stuff, and you were butting heads. That's not why you broke up. You, 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 no. broke, you broke up because she was seeing somebody else. No, for sure. So yeah, just that—that's the that like you, you're. I, I don't know what you're like. You're characterizing this in your in your own head as something that it's not. No, I. I pro- you're probably right. I'm probably that's exactly what I'm doing. Yeah, yeah, you're just going through the emotions right now, man. And like, it's totally fine. Like, you're just gonna you're gonna need to give yourself time before even jumping into another relationship. If that's what it is you want to do, or you just want to have the time to focus on on yourself and getting through the emotions of this relationship and how it ended. No, for sure, hundred percent. And it's been it's been a, a rough go at it so far, but uh, I've been keeping my head up and trying to keep moving forward. You know. Yeah. So when you said that this is your your old best friend from high school, is this a person yes. that uh, that you don't talk to anymore, or had you had some sort of communication with them in the past few years? Uh, well, I don't really talk to them anymore. Him and I, like we. We used to play hockey together back in, like, grade 10, grade 11. Oh, okay. At, which was back, like, I graduated in 2015. But uh, after after we finished playing hockey and graduated high school, we never really kept a relationship after that. Mm-hmm. So yeah. how did how did they know each other? Uh, he, he lives in the next town over from where I live. Um... And she also, she lives in the same town as him. Oh, okay. And, she, and she knew that you guys used to be, used to be friends. Yes, exactly. <laughs> okay, so you need to repeat after me. Okay, this is yes. gonna this is gonna make life so much easier for you. Moving yes. on. Okay, repeat after me. Yes. That. That girl. Girl does. Does not. Not love. Love me. Me. I honestly thought you were gonna say these girls ain't loyal. <laughs> these. <laughs> no, no, no. No. <laughs> uh, no, the girl doesn't love you, bro. No, I know, I know. She doesn't like, love it, you. She doesn't love you. She was. This was not going to work. And and you you've created this narrative in your head that you know that it was mutual. It wasn't mutual. No, it definitely wasn't. You got you know you got not. your heart broken. This you had nothing to do with this. This wasn't your fault. No, exactly. Well, t- thank you for opening my eyes to that. It's, you're 100% right. Yeah, yeah I think man. You're, you're just going to need time, bro. Yeah, exactly. She got a sister? Uh, 
Uh, little sister. But. Uh, yeah, uh, yeah, what yeah. about a best friend? Yeah, she's got a best friend. Best friend? Yeah, actually. It's always the best revenge, bro. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. There we go. Best friend. Yeah, yeah. Start her, dating your best friend. Is her mom divorced? Oh. Uh, <laughs> not quite yet. No? <laughs> not yet. Make it happen, Eric. <laughs> yeah, exactly. I'll slide my way in. <laughs> you now nah, you're just going to need some time, man. Oh, 100%. 100%, yeah, guys. Yeah, All right, yeah. buddy. Yeah, I absolutely do. Thank you yeah. so much, guys. All right, you got pal. It, Take care. Hey, you too, guys. Thanks a lot for having me on the show. Thanks for listening to the Roz and Mocha Show podcast. Catch the guys live. Weekday mornings from 6 to 10. On KISS 92.5. KISS 92.5.com. Or download the KISS 92.5 app.